everybody. Welcome back to the Witch Doctor podcast. So, I'm a little late this week. It's kind of been a crazy week. We just got back from a paranormal investigation last night at the Haunted Beale Manor in Ohio. That was fun. <laughs> We had a pretty active night. It's pretty interesting stuff happened. I'll get more into that on an actual paranormal podcast episode. So, gotta buckle up for that one. <laughs> um, part of the reason it's taken me a little longer to post this week. There's a lot going on. So, I just, I kind of want to talk it all out this week. Let everybody know what's going on. Um, If I can share anything that's helped us during the situation that could help someone else, that's my goal. So, or if anyone has any suggestions or comments, feel free. Basically, we have a not-so-great landlord situation going on. We have not had water in a month, month and a half. So, before Christmas, we had, um, or after, somewhere around Christmas, I gotta row down, we had a main water line break. Didn't have water for a week. He got that fixed, whatever. Not even a week later, we had sub-zero temperatures. And everything froze. When it thawed out, everything busted. Joy's a living in Indiana. Now, when... Well, let me back up. So everything busted at this point. By the time it thawed out, it had been like two weeks. Then I had texted the landlord asking if we could prorate rent because at that point we had went half the month without water. If you don't have running water, you can't bathe, can't do laundry, you can't do dishes. You can't use the toilet. So it makes for a not very fun time. Especially in a household with children. So. That happened. When I texted him, he came over. Was not very happy. Told me it was going to be two to three more weeks. Threw it in my face that we hadn't paid rent yet because we're spending more money on laundry and eating out and going to take showers, finding other places to stay. So he got in my face, started yelling at me. I told him, 
I was not talking to him anymore in person if he couldn't talk to me like a human being. And I ended up having to call the cops on him. So, it was a couple days later, I had filed a complaint with the health department trying to get our water fixed. He got the notification about the health department being involved and came storming over here. We didn't answer because, A, he still has to give us notice. We don't have to open the door every time he comes over here just because he lives 50 feet from us. So he knocked on the door. We knew it was going to be a whole altercation, so we didn't answer. He proceeded to start screaming, tried to kick our door in, then slammed our door. So, call the cops again. My children were in the house in the other room at the time. Then, about an hour later, he comes and puts this (laughs) Google printed off eviction form on our door. And the next day, he files for eviction. Now, mind you, in the state of Indiana... Renters have barely no rights at all. It's absolutely sickening. Even if your home is uninhabitable like mine is right now, you are still legally required to pay rent. You are not allowed to deduct the rent. You are not allowed to get it fixed and deduct the rent. You are not allowed to withhold payment. So... Can he take us to eviction court? Yep, sure can. Did he give us notice like he was supposed to? Absolutely not. Come to find out, he isn't even the legal property owner. So, with all that being said, it's a mess right now. The health department came out last week, investigated firsthand, took pictures, took my statement, everything again. They gave him another 10 days to have this fixed. Mind you, this is 20 days total after I had waited two weeks for him to fix it. So yes, we're going on a month and a half. Cannot even make this stuff up. He has no care in the world that we have children in this house. Right now, my children are supposed to be coming back to me. I have joint custody and we do every other week. Guess who can't have their children right now? Because I don't have anywhere to put them. Because our house is uninhabitable. Guess who has called every single person that is supposed to help in these circumstances. And has gotten zero help. Let that sink in for a moment. My house is uninhabitable. 
but my landlord gets to get away with it, gets to try to sue me, has multiple police reports against him, and we're just supposed to stay here in a house with no water. Can't cook, can't clean, can't shower, can't do laundry, can't even do the dishes that have been sitting in my sink since the pipes froze. And now I'm losing out on time with my children because of this bullshit. Trustee's office. I've talked to the school. They're trying to work on something because I work at the school too. Absolutely nothing. Health department says, yeah, you probably shouldn't stay there, but we can't help you with anything else. We have to give them a 10 days notice. So tell me. What? (laughs) I just don't understand. Like, what are you supposed to do in this situation? Literally, what are you supposed to do? Our country is so fucked up. Our government system is so fucked up. Like, yeah, we're going to take him to court. And I am going to try to get back every damage possible. My nine-year-old is now traumatized having nightmares about him kicking her door in. And I am losing time with my kids. All because someone doesn't want to do what they're responsible for. So now I get to play lawyer. I've been absolutely making myself sick. Researching, researching, researching. Writing down, saving screenshots, printing stuff out. Trying to cover my ass in every single way possible to go to this court date. Which I'm also going to have to miss time off work for. But in the meantime... We're obviously trying to find somewhere to move because even if we don't get quote-unquote evicted, we can't stay here. For one thing, our landlord is acting the way that he is. And two, he's not going to fix it. So even if we go to court and we win... We're still the ones that are losing. We still end up with nowhere to go. I had someone that was going to have an apartment. That fell through. I have looked high and low everywhere I can possibly think of in this town. Cannot find anywhere, anywhere close in our budget. What the fuck? I am 31 years old. I work 
my ass off. My husband, yeah, I'm married, works his ass off. We're currently paying $200 a month in my mental health medications because I lost my insurance because we make too much money. But yet, we have no other insurance available. There's a surgery that I was supposed to have the day after I lost my insurance. Couldn't have it. Still having complications from that. And now we're facing homelessness. We, <laughs> I don't, we made $48,000 last year. But because my credit sucks, because I've been working on it since you know, 10, 12 years since I got it, because I managed to fuck it all up as usual, it's like, what, what are you supposed to do? You're either poor or you're rich. If you're anywhere in the middle, you are completely fucked, my friend. Because you'll make too much for any kind of help. But you won't be able to make it on your own either. And then you put your trust in a landlord because you can't buy a house. And you end up homeless. Because he won't fix what's his responsibility. Make it make sense, people. So, I don't know. That's what I've been dealing with this week. Needless to say, I had a doctor's appointment, a mental health checkup. And my dad... MIPHQ9, which are those papers you fill out. I think almost everybody has to fill them out now. But I ask, like, if you've been anxious, if you haven't been able to sit still, if your mind's racing, da 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 da. Mine are both in the trash. <laughs> Can't imagine why. Um, so, yeah. My vitamin D is also severely low. So we started once a week vitamin D medication, leaving everything else the same and hoping and praying that this is just situational and that I'm just going to wake up tomorrow and just, it's going to be some kind of fucked up dream. <laughs> it's not, but we can hope. <laughs> I don't know. That turned into more of a rant than anything. But I, this whole podcast, I just want to be upfront and honest. And, you know, this is what a lot of families are dealing with. And it fucking sucks. I think I've been through every emotion possible in this last week. Well, even a month and a half. But, I don't know. It's really starting to wear on me. We're getting our court dates on the 22nd. And 
we have nowhere to go. So, hopefully, I know it'll all work out somehow. I just, I wish I knew how. She messes with me, it's one thing, you know. I've got thick skin, I've got broad shoulders. I dealt with a lot of shit in my life, so whatever. <laughs> I'm used to that, but this affects my kids and my ability to parent. And it's not my fault, but it's completely out of my control. And I'm not doing so well with that. I am not going to say what I was going to say. I only want to speak it out. Trying to change my mindset and stay positive and not go down that spiral. But it's hard. It's just another part of mental health that some of us live with every day. You know, these situations, some people would be able to sit down and be like, no worries, it'll work out, just stay positive, da 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 sunshine and rainbows and butterflies. That's not how my brain works. And yeah, I could probably rewire it in 50 years. I'm just one of those people that worries that's just anxiety. I try to stay in the here and now and not focus so much on the long term. But when you have kids, it's hard. Because, yeah, I need to get through today. But in two weeks, we're not going to have anywhere to live. So kind of have to worry about that, too. But for someone who has depression and anxiety, it makes it a lot harder. Because then you just spiral. And once you start that downward spiral, it is not easy to get out of. So, that's my dog begging for me to fill up his water bowl (laughs) with a bottle of water. So, I think I'll wrap that up for this week. Sorry if it was a Debbie Downer. I didn't mean for it to be. Like I said, I just want to be real with you guys. And while we're on that, I just want to say thank you. We've had almost 100 downloads so far. Last episode got, I think, three times as many views as the first one. So, that did a lot better. I am, I tried a different microphone this time, so sorry if you hear my dog prancing around in the background. (laughs) We'll work on that as we go, but like I said, I just want to keep this real and just kind of have a weekly powwow with you guys, so if you're returning, thank you. If you're new here, thank you. Like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. You know the drill by now. (laughs) But I just want to send you all love and light, and I will see you next week. That's the Witch Doctor. Thank you.